The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to our special Black Friday and November 2020 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us is one of the biggest slackers of all, Tyson Stockton, who's the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. Tyson manages Searchmetrics' SEO, content, and client success organizations, and outside of shepherding their largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, He's dug through the search metric suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right. It's time for our monthly sit down with Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, happy Black Friday edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, Ben. I think it's finally officially the holiday season. I like the... Uh little decorations that you're doing in the office there. It's looking Um, good. I'm getting ready to wrap a single strand of lights around the office plant that we have here. I'm in the holiday season. I'm stuffed with turkey and pumpkin pie. Let's start off with the most important thing. Tyson, how were your holidays? It was nice. A little different from, you know, normal, little smaller gatherings, of course. But yeah, still was able to enjoy some turkey and spend a little bit of time with the folks. Glad to hear that you know you got to spend a little time with family, hopefully keeping it as socially distanced as you can without you know the immediate family that you're spending time with. But it was also Black Friday this week, Tyson. I don't know if you knew that. I did. I did take notice. You know, we do this every year. We talk about who's going to win Black Friday 
and what's the surprise and how big Black Friday is going to be. It's a very important day, if not the most important day for the SEO community. So let's jump right into it. First and foremost, let's talk a little bit about what we saw for Black Friday overall. How was Black Friday this year, knowing that we're in the midst of a global pandemic? Well, I mean, one of the things that's been kind of brought up, you know, as far as overall impacts to the economy is actually consumer goods is something that is still up despite, you know, obviously the hits that are taken to more of like the service industry and things like that. So I'd say overall so far this kind of year and also this, you know, Black Friday in particular, I would say that it was a success. If we look at the difference or where it kind of gets a little more interesting is breaking apart the in-store versus online transactions. And so if we look at the in-store transactions, so this would be brick and mortar stores, not online, we saw an actual decrease of, depending on the source, when I'm looking at here, 52.1%, which was down from previous years, meaning that the in-store purchases was substantially down from where it was last year, although the industry as a whole was up. All right. So that's not a surprise. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Even if you wear masks, obviously some people are wanting to be extremely socially distanced. They don't want to go into stores. We lost about 50% of the overall foot traffic in terms of you know revenue, sales, conversions in stores. Now, the overall conversions were up 22%. So naturally, that means that online probably had a pretty damn good Black Friday. Tell me what we're seeing from our online e-commerce brethren and sistren. Yeah, so online, no surprise. We've seen kind of record quarters from both Q2, Q3, Q4 anticipated to again be up. So we saw that 22% increase year over year from Black Friday sales online. A lot of that being captured by kind of the big players. But one thing that I think is kind of interesting of that is when we look at that percent increase, it's still a little bit below what I would anticipate the overall Q4 e-commerce sales to be up. So I think even though that was substantial growth from last year, I think what we were saying before, of there was still this kind of like peak and there was a lot of activity happening on Black Friday. If we look at the overall, I think we're still seeing that more of kind of like the tide rising. And I would anticipate that actually Q4 sales for e-commerce will exceed the 22% that we saw on Black Friday. All right. So we talked a little bit about this in our previous Black Friday preview episode where Black Friday is not the only day in town for sales anymore. And that it was really a week of holiday sales leading up to Black Friday and then now through today, which is Cyber Monday when we're recording. So I think the headline here is more of our e-commerce transactions have been online for very obvious reasons. Black Friday overall was better than last year, but we expect Q4 to even outpace the growth that we saw in Black Friday. Did I get that right? Yeah, absolutely. So Tyson, before we get into who specifically had great performance over Black Friday. Talk to me a little bit about what we saw from Google. When we look at the macro lens, did we see any changes to the SERP or shopping performance, any sort of user-facing stuff that changed for this Black Friday? 
Yeah, that was kind of interesting. And we talked about it before on the podcast where Amazon kind of had that early jump. We did see them stay very high for like the term Black Friday throughout the entire, not just going into Black Friday, but throughout the weekend. Similarly, Cyber Monday right there at the top. But one thing that I thought was pretty interesting is comparing the SERPs from this year compared to previous years. And as far as like, Who's ranking for it? No substantial change there. Like you see the combination of both your big stores, your targets, your Walmarts, Best Buys, Amazon, Macy's, all the websites that we've been talking about. Then you'd have your kind of like deals sites like blackfriday.com and those ones. But really some of the notable changes was there was a larger presence of knowledge graph, especially on mobile. Glenn Gabe did a great job calling that out and showing the mobile SERP of it. Similarly, you see the same thing for Cyber Monday. No surprise. More prominent on mobile, still visible and kind of on the desktop view. And then a lot more real estate on the SERP this year from news articles. So that was something that you'd always see them kind of filtering in. But as far as like SERP features integrations, a lot busier, a lot more integrations that Google is placing into those general queries like Black Friday, but a bigger presence in news stories. And a lot of times this would be your CNET, your wire cutter, you know, websites like that that are kind of doing this aggregated, this is what, you know, deals are out there for Black Friday. So that was a notable difference this year as well compared to last year. So let's talk a little bit about the SEO community. It was a pretty good Black Friday and it wasn't just that one day. It's kind of more of a seasonal thing now. What are we seeing from an SEO perspective? Broadly in SEO, did we see, you know, more transactions? Yeah. And I would say overall, looking at just the week over week performance, so looking at how the top 10 e-commerce sites performed starting from last Sunday to this one. So kind of the whole week, basically everyone was up. Doesn't mean necessarily that everyone was at like an all time high, but from comparing to the previous week, everyone did see some of this, you know, rising tide, rise all ships. So, you know, with that, everyone did experience some of the benefits here. Some, obviously, they're going to capture more of that than others. I think the one, you know, you always got to start with is looking at Amazon. So, Amazon actually had a pretty sharp increase from the previous weeks. And they are currently at an all-time high for SEO visibility. So I'd anticipate that this is probably the strongest or best performing Black Friday day for Amazon themselves. So Amazon, not surprisingly, had an incredible Black Friday. More people moving online, more people going to the leader in e-commerce. You mentioned that kind of everyone had a record or a a very good Black Friday. Talk to me about who else set records. Where else did you see moves? Yeah, so a couple of the ones that were just kind of similar position, and it's not necessarily like the week over week change or the month of November change, but looking at just e-commerce sites that kind of were at an all-time high. In addition to Amazon, Target was also neck and neck with their all-time high from SEO visibility or SEO performance. And Etsy was also one of the ones that increased. So I'd say like those are ones that are really worth noting. I would say based on just how their SEO performance is doing, and this you know isn't necessarily including like other marketing channels, but I would anticipate that 
each of those probably had very, very strong Black Fridays. And one in particular, Etsy, you know, not only just had a growth this week, but if you look at kind of the last four weeks, had a nice kind of single digit increase week over week for the last four to six, giving them a good mark and actually putting them really close to where Target is from overall SEO performance. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So it's interesting to me that you mentioned, you know, everybody had a pretty good Black Friday. There weren't really very visible losers from the, you know, top 10 in e-commerce. We saw Amazon, Walmart, Target, Home Depot, eBay, right? All of them saw somewhere between a 1% to a 6% increase, which is a pretty dramatic increase when you talk about e-commerce brands that size. And to me, you know, the larger e-commerce sites are dominating SEO, not surprising. But there has to be a loser here. So if the big boys are picking up market share, does that mean that the smaller businesses are suffering? I mean, it's definitely true with the in-store front. And I think when you look at businesses that are more heavily reliant on in-store purchases, that's where I'd anticipate most of kind of the sites that have lost out. With this though, it's like we know more people are spending time online. We know that purchases online are higher. So I think that's why you can see this kind of overall increase. I think it does get more interesting when you look at where some of these sites were last year at the same time period. So if I look at Best Buy, they're kind of always one of the stronger Black Friday sites like we've talked about before, new electronics this time of year. So it's always kind of a key day. And I don't anticipate that they necessarily had a poor day. But if I look at what their current SEO performance is, you know, they're just over 1 million. So they're at 1.04. They had a week over week, 6.9% increase. But then if I look back to where they were last year at Black Friday, they actually were up to 1.2 million. So that for me is really interesting because although they're probably still having a good overall Black Friday, it's not quite where they were before. So I think websites that kind of 
felt more like treading water or kind of similar performance. I'd have, you know, Best Buy in that group. Walmart was one as well. Like we spoke about them last year, having this kind of surge at the end of the year. They've been relatively kind of stable, not like little movements up and down, but not substantial growth. So I think Walmart, Best Buy, Macy's, even in that category, some of those were all good, but maybe not necessarily what they experienced from previous years. I have a theory about who is the biggest loser for Black Friday. And unfortunately, we don't really have a lot of data to back it up. But there's a couple of data points to me that suggest that the loser was actually the mom and pop businesses for two reasons. One, we saw A, e-commerce and online shopping was up significantly. And two, we saw two brands that I think are emblematic of businesses that are digitally focused doing well. We saw Etsy, who you already mentioned, have a significant growth in SEO visibility. And then we also saw Shopify report some really interesting data. And to me, that those are the two biggest players of, I want to buy something smaller, more unique, kitschy, niche type brand products, whether it's a homemade good like Etsy or a smaller retail shop. Obviously, Shopify has some you know major brands on the platform, but also a lot of smaller businesses as well. Those two businesses saw incredible Black Friday data. And from Shopify, we saw Kevin Indig, a friend of the podcast, a former speaker, he had a tweet that said that there were 11,000 orders per minute and over a million of gross merchandise sold on Shopify. An average order value of $90 in a tweet on November 27th. I'm not exactly sure where the data source is coming from. It says Shopify BFMC. But I trust in you know the data that Kevin would report. And we're seeing some interesting news reported out of Shopify. They had a press release that said that they had $2.4 billion in sales on Black Friday alone. I think that Shopify did pretty well. Their stock price is actually up like 5% today because of their Black Friday reports. So if Shopify did well and Etsy does well, does that mean that the mom and pops got crushed? Yeah. And I mean, actually, one more that I would throw into that similar vein, eBay. So eBay, we've talked about them a few times this year. They've had a really strong 2020 performance where kind of consistently throughout the year, they've been growing, regaining market share. If I look at where they were last year at Black Friday, 1.13 million SEO visibility, now sitting around 1.56. You know, so that's over you know, kind of close to a 50% increase year over year if you look at where they were from an SEO visibility standpoint. And then you throw on to that as well, kind of where they're at today. So I think that's another one that I would say is also contributing and taking some of that. So yeah, mom and pop shops, it's been a tough year for unfortunately, both in the sense of typically those lean to more heavy in-person kind of in-store purchases. Unfortunately, those are going to be the companies that I think had you know a tougher time this year. All right. So Tyson, it's time. We got to pick some winners and we got to pick some losers. SEO is a zero-sum game. When one goes up, another goes down. Talk to me about who's your winner for November and specifically for Black Friday. Yeah. So I would say my, my winner from Black Friday, it's, it's kind of an obvious one. But it's like, I mean, you can't deny them being at an all-time high. 
I think Amazon has to take it. Just sheer magnitude. They've just continued to have this growth. So they're definitely up there. I think for relative performance, eBay, Etsy, both really strong, not just monthly performance, but I think for the year as well. All three of those would be my winner category. I'm going to go with Shopify and Etsy as well. I think that they're the winners because I'm going to jump in and do my losers first. I think that the mom and pop shops have been the losers. And it's the smaller businesses that don't necessarily show up in sort of our regular charts because in aggregate, they are large, but individually, they are small. And I think that we're seeing Etsy and Shopify pick up so much space in the market because you're not able to go and make your in-store purchase. Or even if you would, a lot of those brands aren't necessarily available or they've just moved online onto the Etsys or the Shopify's. They're my winners. And that makes the small mom and pops the losers of the month. Who's your loser for the month? Unfortunately, Ben, like we've seen kind of week over week growth. I'm going to say overall too that, yeah, the mom and pops are still the ones, you know, hurting from a lot of this. And I mean, heck for that matter too, like anyone that's service based, travel, restaurants, all those, those are losers. I would also say one that's been like really kind of like just flat or dormant, not seeing much kind of like change. And if anything, you know, probably some hits here and there is going to be Macy's as well, not seeing the same uplift that a lot of the other big 10 are seeing. So I'd put them probably in that group too, even though they still saw an increase, but it's just not kind of capturing the same volume that the other sites that we're talking about have. Oddly enough, I saw Macy's ad promoting them as the fragrance destination. So I guess considering themselves a department store is not necessarily something that's Appetizing these days, my guess is people just don't want to all pile into one crowded store to get everything they can. They'd rather just buy online. So you have to pick a specific vertical to promote. Fair enough. I mean, you're not going to be smelling through Zoom or anything like that either. So I'd say that's a tougher category this time of year as well. Well, Tyson, I know we've all eaten a lot of turkey. As I mentioned, pumpkin pie is a food group in my house around this time of year. But let me just say, even though, you know, pound or two on or off, you still look like you smell great. Oh, thank you, Ben. You're going to make me blush here. And I'm right there with you on the pumpkin pie. Not only is it a staple for Thanksgiving, but breakfast on Black Friday the day after is perfect. That's what I have every year. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.